we will discuss how to fight dire wolves. When fighting a dire wolf, you should keep one thing in mind. They are more afraid of you than you are of them. When they look at you, they will have a moment of fright because you should have snuck up on them already. If you're not a dumbass and you just like let them know that you're there right away. So what you want to do is you want to sneak up on them. Find where their eyes are. Generally, they're in the front. Get your knife and stab one of them. This will hurt them a lot, temporarily blinding them. If you can, get the second one. But if not, it's fine. You've already done enough to where you should be able to win the fight. After this, go for the throat. Go for whatever you can. Stabby, stab, stab. And it should win you the day. Make sure that you never show any ounce of fear or like you're gonna run or like you're gonna shit your shell or anything like that. All right, that's all we need for a dire wolf. Now let's talk about dark slimes. Welcome back, everyone, to the After Hours Adventures podcast. I am your eternal dungeon master, Jonathan Eugene Yan, joined once again this week by my um, wolf-slaying trio. Uh, we've got Kylie Gibson. Just barely made it out alive. Just barely made it out alive of that one. What? Just barely made it out alive you, from that. Yeah, you, you did make it out alive of that, um, of that one, specifically. I just... Your head was the, wait. Your the head skin of your teeth. Yeah. The skin of my teeth, and somehow that felt wrong to say, given that I was chomped. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say your your Tara's head was in a wolf at one point. It's a little um, insensitive, don't you think? Yeah, just a little the bit. Skin of my teeth. Uh, additionally, we have Eric McGill. And I was hiding in my shell for a long portion of that. Uh, yes. It was quite frightening. Oh my god, outside. wait, you were like every single elementary school or middle schooler that like tucks their head into like their jacket? And Fetal like, position. Yes, yes, yes. I used to do that yes. a lot. For, for turtles, we call it shell armor defense, but uh, it's like the same thing. Uh-huh. Right. And like, you're just doing meditation in there or what? <laughs> Praying, what's going on? I'm He's like filing his Everything will be alright. Everything will be alright. Everything will ah, be alright. Yeah. And then, you know, like, snappy jaw comes in my shell and rips off one of my hands. And yeah. Just, just a little Everything well, they, will be alright. They bit your tail specifically, I think. Kind of the, the this is fine vibe. You know? The and, guy with the fire all around him. Right. Oh, yeah, that meme. And lastly, we have Michelle on. Master? Why are you here? I was sitting next to Davina. <laughs> you are sitting next to Davina. Congratulations. All right. But yeah, so as uh, as Michelle alluded to, we do have something to uh, get to today. But before we do that, let's do a quick, not too short recap, because quite a lot of stuff happened last time. Last time, our party awoke to being trapped in a massive log in a tree swaying above the forest 30 feet up. Panic quickly ensued, but the group was able to surmise that they weren't in any immediate danger and began to free themselves from their bonds in their own unique ways. As they thought on how to free themselves, Tucker saw into the land of Zorak, where something significant seemed to be occurring as hulking quadrupedal creatures chased bipedal creatures towards the border. These creatures, however, all stopped before they hit the border and seemed to head back to Zorak. The group then proceeded to get themselves down from the tree one at a time, with Tucker going first. 
After a unfortunate failed athletics check, Tucker slid down the tree too quickly to stop himself and landed on his face in the middle of a trio of direwolves, hungrily devouring the corpses of Melshadow's men that had helped in the fight against Chasden. Because I'm a stealthy motherfucker. Right. <laughs> Epitome of stealth over here. Yeah. Griffin. Epitome of stealth and thick turtleness. <laughs> Davina and Tara followed down the tree and combat with the wolves began with Tucker promptly hiding in his shell. After several missed bites, tea bags, and even ape later, the group emerged victorious with just Tara unconscious on the ground. Davina went to cast Healing Spirit to bring everyone back up to a more comfortable health point total, but was shocked to see the spirit of Nauster appear as the Healing Spirit. And that is where we are now. I believe we already rolled last time for all of your guys' health to come back. Um, We did end up ruling that we would use the, I think, Xanathar's Guide version of Healing Spirit as opposed to the Unearth Arcana. The Unearth Arcana being the one that has no cap as to how much you can heal within that, like, minute or so which is insane oh yeah i realized like so that's what was causing the difference i think so yeah because unearth arcana is essentially like testing materials quote kind of like for gaming like it's kind of like uh like doing a pbe almost does anybody know well, like, what that means public like beta public beta, yeah, yeah. beta edition yeah i do know what a pbe is <laughs> i know what pvp is <laughs> so yeah, so that that uh, that isn't the version that we use. We use the version where there is a limit depending on wisdom modifiers and other stuff. However, yeah, so you guys are. I think Tara's still. Oh no, Tara has recently come back to consciousness. You are laying on the ground. The three of you guys are kind of surrounding this healing spirit, Nowster, uh, as Davina would recognize, and as she said in the intro, as a matter of fact, um, you guys see that he is. His form is very very kind of see-through transparent it's it's very clear that he's barely here um however you see uh it's almost like a genie effect where like the bottom half of his body is all like wispy but like his it's kind of showing his like torso and his in his head more clearly um you see the very elven adjacent features of his face of kind of um the the very narrow face very pointed ears and such um kind of lines on his eyes however you do also see that for him in particular being a dryad instead of an elf that all these features are a little bit more naturey. you can see that his skin is green Um, even though he is a spirit in this moment he seems to have some kind of a small amount of moss growing on his eyebrows Um, as he notices the three of you with Tara still laying on the ground where she was knocked unconscious by a wolf earlier, um, he opens his mouth to speak. Hello, everyone! I see that you have found yourselves in my former woods! Former? Doesn't that mean, like, in the past? Ah, also! He points a finger to you, Davina. I see you! Found you, finally! Hey, I found you too! It was my turn to find you, so I found you! Oh, now you're yeah. it! Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, Mouster, why do you look like that? Why are you, like, a spirit now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why do you sound so 
I am. I'll have you know that I'm the ripe age of 280. Well, I was. Why? I was the ripe age of 280. Um, unfortunately, things have not quite gone well for old Nowster. Okay, Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Can I still knock the fuck out? No, no, you're awake. You're just lying on the ground looking up at this fucking floating spirit. Definitely laughing. Confused. Am I dead? This is you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he does look down to you laughing and kind of uh, cracks a smile and you see he smiles and all of his teeth go like they go like um, they're made of wood and they go up and down like they move in his mouth separate from his mouth and he just smiles I'm turning away (laughs) can I who's holding me can I turn into that no one's holding you you're just on the ground this is normal to me this is normal to you he does this shit (laughs) What are you doing? I was rolling to see how I reacted to it. Well, that was a nat 20, so I'm assuming you just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I guess Tucker doesn't care about the teeth. Eric does. <laughs> First of all, Tucker's teeth, I don't even want to know what Tucker's teeth be looking like, kid. <laughs> you know what? That's probably why he doesn't care. He's probably seen his own, and it's he just has, worse like, than anything. He has, human uh-huh. teeth, uh-huh. and it's just like Franklin, but bad. That's why he never smiles. Franklin, but bad. Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. I am going to turn away into the dirt and try to use the dirt to cleanse myself of that. <laughs> <laughs> like eye bleach, but with dirt? Yeah, and I'm going to say to myself lovingly, it's just a dream, it's just a dream, it's just a dream. Or it's death, or it's death, or it's death. So as you do this, he looks to you again, Davina, kind of gives a cursory glance to Tucker, who looks slightly mortified by this teeth display, before turning back to Davina. Well, unfortunately, I only have a little bit of time with you. Healing spirit only lasts so long, so there's some things that I must impart onto you before I travel further beyond. Beyond? Like... Beyond beyond? Like... Beyond beyond. Davina, I have died. You're an angel? Oh, shit. Sick, sick. I'm gonna turn back around. In one way, shape, or form, I was a dryad in life, of course, so death is a little bit different for me than it would be for most that would turn into, well, eyes glance to Tara and Tucker really quick, angels. I don't have wings, but, well, I can kind of float a little bit. It's kind of cool, actually. (laughs) But you're dead and you're still here? Leaving soon. I actually died a few hours ago. Uh, Thank you all, by the way, for trying to stop that. But, well, I'm just re-entering the cycle, so to speak. So hopefully in my next life, I'm a willow tree or something. Wait, where were you? He wants to be a tree. I, w- I was a few hundred feet down that way. You see, he points past the house towards the town. And he just points that direction and goes, I was actually hidden quite well against a tree. You see, before that evil, vile woman got me so badly, I was able to realize she was there and tuck myself against the tree. But somehow she found me. So, you know, tit for tat, she did well. I smashed her head a little bit. Fair trade. You hit her? These are my woods. Of course I hit her. She she must be really good at hide and seek to be able to find you. Oh, she's one of the best I've ever seen. Did she say anything? Teach me your ways. Bastards, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he nods in agreement and then kind of turns to Davina. Well, 
I truly wish that I had more time to uh, play hide-and-go-seek with you, to... I, I see that you've grown quite a bit more formidable since the last time we met. We could have ran around as wolves together or something. I don't fucking know what you kids do nowadays. Wait, dryads can shit-shift? However, well, death came for me sooner than I thought. There's a few things that I need handled before I can depart happily. Damina, would you mind helping an old man out a little bit? An old dryad, an old uh, chop of lumber off the tree, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and maybe when I become an angel one day, we can play hide and seek in, in, um, in the afterlife. Right, yes, the afterlife. Anyways, um... Unfortunately, it's been a long time since the Nelster was killed, which means that likely if I know my compatriots, they're going to be sending a new replacement for me at some point. Now, this new dumbass is not going to know jack diddly shit about these woods that I have called home for so long. I'm going to be imparting something onto you to help you pass this knowledge on to the next Nelster. Is that all right with you? Knowledge of how to beat her. You are slightly violence-inclined, I see, but, um, no, not that, actually, unless you fight her here, I suppose. But how did you? I smacked her over the head with a shillelagh. Did it work? Did it work? No. She simply got slightly injured, hit her face into the ground, ate a little bit of shit, then turned around and stabbed me with a poison-tipped dagger. That hurt. You made her eat shit? Slightly. My god, you're so cool. I wish my shillelagh could do that. It will someday. Now, Davina, would you kindly take upon this burden? Yeah, to my new hide-and-seek buddy. I truly wish the best for whatever Nowster they decide to send after, because you, young lady, are a joy to the wild. Yeah, I know. So he (laughs) puts his head, his temple against yours. And he's going to, and as he does this, you suddenly feel time stop. And the scent of kind of wildflowers and berries fills your nostrils. And as your eyes are closed, you can feel a strange kind of swaying throughout your body as your brain just flashes all of these images. Suddenly you see more dire wolves. You see falcons, you see salmon, you see even the smallest little insects that dwell next to the river. And then it flashes through shrubs, through these reeds that stick out of the river. It it flashes to these old willow trees that can be chopped down soon. It flashes to these very, very freshly planted iron vein trees. You gain the ability, Burden of Botanicos. Wow. And thank you to Eric and Kylie for helping me workshop that name. Um, what this does, and I'll, I'll send it to you later if you'd like to add it to your thing. What this does is it gives you the ability to speak with any creature or plant in the property of the Mouse Shadow Forest, and you are able to inherently understand them through their intelligence, though their intelligence does stay the same. So certain things you'll be able to talk to are just going to be dumb as shit. <laughs> You also acquire true knowledge of all happenings within said forest. You just have to ask for it, essentially. And you also acquire the ability to use the spell Tree Stride within the property three times a day. 
Tree stride, basically, um, you are able to travel into a tree and leave a tree 500 feet away. Like tree wormholes. That's do, OP. Do trees have eyes? Can trees see? Trees have kind of a blind sense a little bit where they're able to tell what's going on in their immediate area, but it's not quite the same as vision. So you wouldn't be able to ask a, a tree like, hey, was there a person wearing red that walked by earlier? But you would be able to be like, hey, was there an army that came through? It's also worth noting that this only is, all these abilities are only within Melshadow Forest. So the property that Melshadow controls. Oh. After uh, a moment, Malster kind of pulls his head back from yours, and you, as you flick your eyes open, you see that his irises, formerly completely black, have lost a little bit of uh, that darkness, and you can almost see the barest little signs of irises in there, and pupils. <laughs> um, and he kind of nods to you as you view this forest differently. You kind of look around a bit and you can hear birds chirping the distance and you recognize what they're chirping about. You hear the far rushing sounds of the river and you understand that the river is doing quite healthily right now in terms of the ecosystem there. You look past your group to some iron vein trees and you recognize that they're free of parasites and the soil has the correct acidity with the neighboring acidity level of Zorak, you're able to basically understand everything from a intimate level. Whoa! You made me feel smarter, Malstar. What did you just do? Um, don't get used to it. So I want you to take this ability and help out in the forest whenever you can. However, when the next Nowster to watch over this forest arrives, I really appreciate if you'd pass along that ability to them, because God only knows they will know nothing about how this forest works. Pass it on? Like, like, tell it to them, or... Like I just did... Like I just did for you. How how do I do that? You will know when the time comes. Cryptic. He is a cryptid. He is a cryptid, actually, yeah. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Alright, well... There's one other thing that I would like for you to do for me, if that's all right, Davina. And by the way, it is nice to see Davina with friends. She would never admit this, but she's not the greatest at making them. Yes, I am. She was always running around trying to find me by herself. It's nice to see that she has friends that aren't dryads that stay in trees all the time. Tucker is standing very stoic face, attempting to hide that he's blushing slightly. Aww, that's so cute. (laughs) A turtle blush? What a strong word, friends. Oh, don't be obtuse. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Kylie, you're pissed. Did he just insult dwarves by calling them dumb? He just... I think that was racism. No, I think he just Uh insulted a math major with math. I'm so hurt. I have never used that in my six years in this career. I've never called a single person up to. For anyone that doesn't know, Kylie is a math major. <laughs> a little math joke for you there, Kylie. I'm, gl- I'm grossly hurt that I've never uh, taken this opportunity. Continue. He turns to you, Davina, after having regarded your two friends. My body has already passed on while my spirit remains for however long of this very long minute there is. You will see, however, a hundred feet or so that direction, that there is a outline of wildflowers that have grown where I passed. I would prefer 
If you were to reach in and pick the prettiest or nicest flower that you see and plant that at the base of my home. Additionally, I actually have a gift for you in the house, but you know, I wasn't able to see you because I got shot. So feel free to go and grab that. And uh, for your friends, I have some potions. Wow, thank you, Melster. You're just as nice as when you were alive. I've always been nice. You are just really bad at doing hide-and-go-seek. Seriously, who takes... He's looking at the two of you now, by the way, to Tara and Tucker. Who takes two years to find their friend playing hide-and-go-seek? Well, I mean, I have to check, like, every tree and every little crevice, because, like, I don't know, maybe you could be in there, because you have strange powers, and but sometimes I forget, too. Davina... I was literally a tree outside of your home for two whole years. You were there the whole time? Yes! I was there the whole- Oh, oh, okay. Well, you see his- his- from his, uh, from his kind of genie-like tail at the bottom, it starts to kind of- Wait, do you know anything about what happened in Zorik? Where is Zorik? Wait, where's the gift in your house? Wait, did he not know where Zorik is? <laughs> no. <laughs> Useless. Oh, uh, no, I don't know what Zorik is. Do you know what that ant's name is over there? That's what I thought. Damn turtles. Anyways, uh, you see more of his body starts to, like, bubble up and just kind of explode in this weird, like, mist and just disappear. There's a lot of body horror going on. <laughs> all right, well, hopefully I'll see you all in another life. If not, uh, stopping obtuse and be a better turtle. And goodbye. And he just... Kind of explodes with this shower of almost like a spring mist that smells vaguely herbal that kind of falls over you guys and it, it feels pleasant it feels uh, especially after that fight it's like cooling and, and feels kind of nice i hope the next null star will play hide and seek with me too what happened in zork there was this great big boom and then there was all these people running from these I don't know, they were they were on all fours. I couldn't tell what they were, but they were chasing the the people and then all the people got ripped to shreds and died. There was hundreds of them. Were you awake? This was when we were up in the tree. You saw it from the tree? Yeah, we were way fucking high up. Okay, fair. Not a drink. It well, seemed pretty fucking intense. I don't know, like maybe we should tell someone that we saw that. All right, let's skin these wolves. Okay, cool. Um, I would like for the three of you guys to each make a... <laughs> I'm so sorry, this is going to be rough. Oh, Intelligence oh. or nature check per person. Not oh, 20, holy shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, need each well, of you guys to do it. What? No, she she has it covered. <laughs> Not okay. bad. You said this was... Nature or intelligence? Damn, Ooh. wait, those were pretty good rolls. I got rolls. A 17. 17, 12. 17, 12, and not 20. Okay, yeah, you guys are able to... I mean, there's only two bodies now, because one of them got a hand stuck down their throat and then explodified. Um, but you guys are able to carve up the other two very well. You guys uh, get two wolf pelts, um, two sets of wolf paws, as well as the claws attached to them, as well as two sets of wolf fangs and wolf ears. I will carry them. Okay. So you, you can write those on your own. Basically, you can just put two fully uh, skinned slash scavenged uh, dire wolves. 
Can we get some stuff from the third one? Like some claws? Or fangs? I believe I described her fully exploding it. Um... I will say, however, with a nat 20, I'll say you you, you get the, the two sca- fully scavenged starwolves plus an eighth of another one. Because <laughs> it was truly so visceral the way that you described it. Do you guys remember? Yeah. She stuck her hand down its goddamn throat after prying its mouth open and exploded and it with a I fucking... I believe she used the verb kamehamehad. 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 Huh? Kamehamehad. However, malikalikilaka. However, he said... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to say... <laughs> Jesus. However, yeah, she, she certainly hakumed someone's fucking matata. Jesus. Can I get that one more time? Oh, uh, you can just put the, the general ones, which is um, two and an eighth fully harvested dire wolves. Nine eighths. This is why you always negotiate loot. Seventeen, seventeen, seventeen eighths. eighths. I mean, like, she did do, like, 30-something damage to a one HP target, and oh, also God. described the most brutal way to kill it. She just got the ears. You crit on it. Yeah, you crit on it doing that. I do find it funny that you probably did just get the ears. Yeah. Cause like, oh yeah, no, cause cause mouth and then like the ears. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so you're able to collect those. Um, in terms of other stuff in the area, you know, there's a massive pile of corpses, but we can move the corpses first. Davina hasn't yeah. noticed them yet. They seem to be a little bit of a blank spot in her vision unless she decides to purposely look at them. I'm gonna go loot a corpse. We'll I, I will, yeah, direct my attention to the corpses now. Davina, go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. You're good at wisdom. Is Gorik there? No. 11 plus 5? Oh, shit. <laughs> Is she wise enough to... She's feeling oh, sane. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my uh, saving throw. Um, plus 3, 14. 14's still pretty good. Um, I'm not going to say that you have a moment of clarity, necessarily, but you don't... You view things these as something to be sad about, but not something to go crazy about, if that makes sense. Why don't you... Davina, are you... Do you think that you are in good enough mind to, to also go through these dead bodies to try to find stuff? I mean, did I know any of these men personally? Certainly, yeah. Maybe not by name, but you definitely interacted with them more than once. Granted, their faces and bodies are mangled so badly to where, like, you could be mistaken for the, there being one massive body here. It's truly a fucking shit show. I feel like Davina, however immature and however, like distorted her view is on life in general, I also feel like she has a sense of acceptance for things that have passed on in her own funny way. So I feel like she doesn't harbor much sentimentality for those that have passed in the way that normal people do. So now it's just like like a husk or like a shell of a being that has whose soul has now moved on. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, I would leave the body. Okay. In which case, uh, why don't the three of you each give me an investigation check? I'm assuming that the, I'm assuming that Tara is moving the bodies. Okay. Investigation. Sixteen. Okay, and then the other two. Four minus two, two. Six. The first thing that I want to ask that might be the little, like the slightest bit divisive, um, because you guys did not roll the same numbers for investigation, which means some of you guys are going to find more than others. Are you guys all pulling this money? Or are you guys going to each pocket it? I think we're going to each pocket it. Really? Pocketing. Really? 
I'm not the kind who just fools easily. I mean, we I, we've seen me steal from them. Does that mean I keep all the wolf pelts and all the wolf equipment? Well, you were doing that in front of everybody else. You were doing that in front of everybody else. This is going through, like, vests and jackets and trying to find whatever coin is in there. This is luck. I think we're Essentially. Well, additional question then, are any of you guys looking to your compatriots to see how they're doing? No? You guys are all just one track mind looking be. at You are looking at your compatriots to see how they're doing? I would be. I have a flying fox. Give me, two of you guys, uh, give me a sleight of hand check. Eric, give me a perception check. I'm like a kid with a pinata that's been broken. I'm not looking at your uh, My perception check is 12. Okay. Ah. Sleight of hand for both of you. 10 plus 3, 13. Okay, so you beat his. Barely. Uh, 7 plus 2 is 9. You do not beat his. Okay, let me redo some calcs real quick, because I was doing this under the assumption that you guys were all sharing this, but... What? What made you think that? I don't know, something about, like, you guys all being friends in real life or something like that, but, you know, I know that's, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. If you guys want to pool your finances, have one debit card. You ready for? Let's all get a house. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. All right. I need to go shopping, so I'm down. So, um. This is, this is obviously uh, out of character, so you guys can't act on this, unfortunately. But, Tucker, you are able to get six gold. There's several numbers here. There's several numbers here, so you're going to have to raise several things. Right. Six gold, 30 silver, and 10 copper. Davina and Tara, you each get one gold, two copper, 10 silver. Ew. I mean, yay, but... One gold, 10 silver, two copper, and uh, Tucker, you do notice how mu- exactly how much Tara is able to find, which is one gold, two copper, 10 silver. While I noticed that she got gold, it is so much less than the amount I got that I'm going to let it slide rather than try and get some. Oh, nice of you. You literally look as she's like going through these pockets and as Davina's going through these pockets and you notice where they don't check. So you go to the bodies that they look at and you manage to like pick out from like, they're they're just checking like pants pockets and stuff like, or like vest pockets. You like open the vest and go into like the inside pockets and stuff, the the hidden seams and shit and you just fucking oh, yeah. flush Feeling all around, of them out. Like yeah. Patting them down. Yeah, and you're able to get a hefty amount. That's a good amount of fucking gold. That's a 9.1 gold. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Hey, quit looking! Why? Because it's mine! Did I reach for it? I'm just looking. I am going to scurry away. Weird. I think Davina's just excited to get anything at all. Fuck. Like, yes. Now I'm just a little bit closer to getting that last trinket. Davina, do you sense Lord Mel's shadow in the forest? Hmm. Let me ask my new animal friends. So, Davina, describe how you do this. Oh. Are there any animals around that I could perceive? You don't. Oh, if you'd like to perceive animals. You do perceive animals. They're not within your direct eyesight, but as soon as you have the thought of, huh, I wonder where the nearest animals are, 
There is a father rabbit about 30 feet away. It's hidden in the bushes right now. Its entire family is in a small burrow underground. There's a hawk circling up ahead trying to see if it can spot these rabbit families because it's seen them before. There is a lot of fish and such in the river, but that's a little bit further south. In terms of other creatures, there's some wolves, but they're about 150 feet away to the northwest. They're out of your periphery right now, but you can assume that they were probably in contestant, uh, contesting with territory for the dire wolves that you guys killed, so they're trying to expand right now. Should I continue? There's woodpeckers as well, kind of uh-huh. everywhere. Um, so she can't perceive people? She doesn't perceive any immediate people. Just because I could speak with animals doesn't mean that the animals would be friendly with me, right? So, like, a wolf will still act as a wolf. Nowster didn't tell you about how that works, so you don't know. No. Jesus! Holy shit! What a cunt. (laughs) (laughs) He would befriend them and then be like, I'm... No, no, no. If we befriend them, I would be nice. But actually, how would the animals know what who Mal Shadow is or even how to distinguish him from anybody else? You'd probably ask or describe. Okay. He owns this land, so... Oh, yeah. That makes sense. The Richie body. This wasn't announced at the very beginning, but we are playing with uh, 20 and 1 rules. Um, I believe... Does anybody want to do it right when it's rolled, or do you guys all want to try to save them for the end? Because I think that's kind of lame. is that? 20 and 1. Uh, so nat 20s versus nat 1s. Oh, of course, yes. Do you guys want to do... So I know you're doing blinkers, but would you like to do them in the moment that they're rolled, or would you like to try to wait till the end and see how many are saved up? Because I would personally like to do them when they're rolled. I must take them at the end. All right. For, I... the, for the sake of the podcast. I will make you a deal. Oh, God. Oh, no. My player's coming to me with a deal. What's up? I would like blinkers when they're rolled. However, okay. I'd like to roll for the heat setting on my pen. How many Ooh. heat settings do you have? I have five. You have five. Let's do a d6 minus one, and if it's a one, we'll re-roll. Okay. Yeah. All right, sure. Okay. Let's do a d6 minus one, re-rolls on a one. All right, but yeah, so what do you guys do? I think Davina is going to play Queen of the Forest. Like, this has nothing to do with being able to... Any of my abilities, like, it's not going to help in the slightest. But I just think Davina wants to take the opportunity to feel cool. So she's going to grab the nearest set of twigs or twines and uh, fashion herself a little wooden crown that she's going to wear on her head. (laughs) I'm... I'm imagining, uh, imagine, <laughs> I'm imagining uh, Coraline with her little like divining Oh rod. yeah! Oh yeah. yeah! No, it's exactly that. Yeah. Tucker's imagining the last time he saw her make a wreath out of plants, and the scaredness of it because it was deathly poison. Oh, oh right. The fucking okay. Well, um, you go and pluck some. <laughs> you go and pluck some cattail from like a nearby little shrub and as you pluck it you feel one of your hairs on your legs that hasn't even come out yet kind of just like hurt a little bit what <laughs> hairs that haven't come out of my leg yet that's so you feel like, a, like an ingrown hair now you feel a pinch on your on your uh, shin oh bad 
Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that. You look at your shin. There's nothing there. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you do this. You make yourself a little cattail wreath. I uh, place it on my head, and I, I take in a, a deep royal breath. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, what? <sighs> yeah, exactly, just like that. Um, oh, royal. I thought you said royals. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Um. Gonna place my fingertips dramatically against my temples, as if I'm tapping into my ability to sense all living things around me. Maybe, maybe we can ask the baby wolves in um, kind of this direction. I point to the northwest, uh, and I continue with. Maybe they um, maybe they know. Um, things about the daddy wolves, and they can tell us if they found the same people. Maybe they can, like, speak with them in some way. I don't know. Babies? I mean, wait, I, 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 <sighs> Where are they? They're about, like, 50 paces in that direction. Okay, so we'll yeah, we'll, we'll follow. We'll follow. The we follow her. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> How much health Wait, do you guys all have? Hold on. Oh, no. <laughs> I would like to say something. I follow her while <laughs> perceiving. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can all make perception checks if you like. Okay. Although, uh, Davina, you don't need to. Oh, thanks. Well, nice roll. What is oh, that? Okay. A five. Plus. One thousand. Oh, yeah, it's a thousand and five. Well, is nine. <laughs> nine. Okay. Four plus one is five. So, Tucker and Tara, you guys are just kind of blindly following Davina as she walks through. Mm-hmm. Davina, um, park of the course. Northwest. You guys walk through more willow trees. There's a few here that are overgrown. They're almost ready to be harvested, but not quite yet. Um, you also know one of their personalities. He's quite stout and grumpy all the time. He's a little bit of a dick, to be honest. Um, but as you walk forward, you notice the... Oh, by the way, again, Tara, Tucker, notice nothing. Um, as you guys walk forward, uh, Davina, you notice the urine trail that denotes the territory of these wolves. Uh, it is three generations of wolves, and uh, they do have puppies. But they're quite young. They're under like two months old. Oh yeah. You you guys are at the border. Are you going inside? I'm <sighs> I am flanking her on the left hand side, following in tight formation. Nervous glances have hit Tucker in my eyes. <laughs> I'll inform them. I, I I'm gonna tell them that well, from the smell of that, I can tell that we're just about to enter the wolf's territory. Um did you guys wanna come with? What? This is just such a such a strong word. Where I'm 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 not fully healed, and we know that the wolves didn't exactly treat us kindly last time. Sorry, more wolves. <laughs> yeah, but not as big as the daddy wolves. Oh God, I don't know. Daddy wolves? I'm hurt. I'm tired. I can't handle fighting more. That's okay, friends. I can take them. Or we just by yourself. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the ruler now. Say what? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> Boy, that would have been great about, I don't know, a day and a half ago. <laughs> How long has it been? A couple okay. hours. Since what? Since we were attacked by wolves. <laughs> Maybe two hours. Oh, that would have been great. What do you mean that you're their ruler? How, why, why would they listen to you? Well, because when Nalstar touched heads with me, I um, I received all of his nature powers, and I became really, really powerful. And now all of these animals and all of these trees are like my best friends. Oh. Yeah, then. More friends. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? I just want to ask them if they see Mel Shadow anywhere. Oh, yes, ask them. And you don't think they'll try to eat you or anything? Not at all. I have a lot of misleaded confidence. I'd just like to let you guys know. I'm just gonna go down my drink real quick. I'm gonna go with you just in case. I'm staying here. Okay. And I step into the territory and I make my way towards where I know the wolves are. And I follow I'm very closely behind. I'm staying right here. That is not a safe. Okay, I will wait for you. <laughs> wait, what did Kylie look terrified? Like terrified. Okay, so Davina, yes. with your nature sense, this is what you see happens. You guys cross the line. Immediately, you start to feel almost like pings in your brain as this wolf pack. You feel moves into position to like deal with these outsiders. Like two of them walk confidently in the open. Four of them get into bushes. They get ready to essentially jump whatever attacks that their two leaders. However, as you walk through the clearing, you pass a few more trees, a few more willow trees, and you see these two wolves just kind of standing there legs bent ready to run and pounce as soon as they see you they don't even see tucker they sit on their asses and just look up expectantly that's interesting you have many familiars (laughs) (laughs) um you are queen (laughs) apparently I, uh, fold my arms behind me in a very, um... Older Asian dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a very... I don't know how to describe it, but like an uptight gate. Okay. And I start to kind of mimic what I've seen Mel Shadow do. Okay. And you walk... Feature. Yeah. You walk very, very uh, straight-chested, walking down the line, kind of... You walk to the wolves, and you just kind of stand there looking at them expectantly. Uh, yeah. Tucker, do you follow behind her? I'm just kind of observing how she's acting really weird right so you, now. You, you, you keep at the periphery. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm like, once the wolves sat down, I kind of stopped moving and just started observing. Davina, you do feel and also see the wolves that were in hiding also all sat down. Wow. I stop in front of uh, I stop in front of them. I spread out my arms side to side. Hello, my brethren. Would you kindly please inform me if you've seen the Lord Mel Shadow anywhere in these parts? You see that the two 
that have been sitting at attention kind of look at you and look at each other confused. And then one of them gets out of their like squatting stance and walks up to you and then sits in directly in front of you and just looks side to side and looks at you. I don't know who Mouse Shadow is. No new humans here. <laughs> That's so true. I... Oh God. He's like, kind of, he, he's a man that's about yay high. And I jump up to kind of demonstrate how tall I believe he is. Um, he wears really nice clothes and he kind of smells like wine and cheese. Do you know any guy like that? Are you going to help him try to remember? Oh, yes. Okay, in which case I will roll a d20 with advantage. I will tell you right now, he needs to roll a f- like a flat, plus his modifier, um, like a flat 13 or higher to remember. <laughs> Good roll? No, that okay, was a three. Nothing left. I knew instantly it was a bad roll. Oh. What is that? 12? Ah, uh, that's not going to do it. He just looks at you and wags his tail slightly as he's like looking up with his mouth open and panting slightly. Oh, are you trying to oh, see yes, if you I do. are you trying to see if you have any cloth or something for Mel Shadow? Because you definitely do. I see. I I mean, based off of my sheet, I can say that I have dried cheese and fruit that he's given me. I don't know if that would Wait. carry his scent though. But if that doesn't work, I will use the cloth that I have. Okay. Um. You give this dog, this wolf, the scent. I just, sorry, I just imagine I hand over the dried cheese and like he the eats first, it. Yeah, he, he absolutely like eats it. Hand, I'm like, he oh, absolutely oh. eats it, and then he goes, thank you. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, oh okay, I, well, I mean that was supposed to happen, but um, what about this? He's going to make a perception check with advantage. Because wolves get advantage on uh, perception checks. So we a 16. That's very good. We'll take the 16, because the other was a 3. Um, he sniffs this cloth very deeply and just... I don't think we have anything in here! <laughs> oh, um, that's okay. Thank you for trying, though. Okay! You're welcome! <laughs> and then I, um... Yeah, I just, I, uh, I turn on my heels, and I just head straight back out, and, yeah, try to meet up with Tucker and, and Tara, wherever they are. Did I understand what the dog was saying? Absolutely not. So, from my perspective, she walks up and starts talking, and it's just... And she, she says, in common, responds, and then the dog responds, and, and dog... Interesting. I feel like Tucker would want to be more drunk for this interaction, to be honest. It is truly insane. So, did you find the shadow? Well, the wolves didn't really know, but there's about 1,082 species in here that can tell us, so we could just go down one by one, you know? Or, we could just go look for him where we last saw him, right? Yeah, we can do that. Or... I can ask this tree. Then I go up to the nearest tree, and I'm going to give it a really big hug. As I'm hugging this tree, I press my lips into the tree as I say this this uh, this question. You kiss the tree? 
Yeah, I kiss the tree and I say, Um, Mr. Tree, do you know where Lord Mill Shadow is? He's like this big guy that smells like wine and cheese. Although, I don't really know what the smell though, but I know, I don't know, whatever senses that you can use. And then I place my ear against the trunk. Hello, my name is Tree. If you're looking for the one named Belshaw, he's not here. Can you understand me? Yeah, I can actually understand you quite well. Um, do you know what tree might know where he is? If I understand correctly, he is not in the forest. Oh, that's weird. Okay, I'll tell my friends that. Thank you so much, Mr. Tree. Of course, have a nice day. Bye-bye. And then I return to Tara and Tucker, and I tell them that information. You have relayed that Gorik is not in the forest. At all, yes. And I'm still alive, standing there where I was, right? Waiting carefully and very, very concerned. Okay, good. Oh, uh, hey, Tara. Yeah? As you're standing by yourself. I'm bite-sized, please. <laughs> I could not. No, please. Go ahead and give me a nature check. My nature is shoddy at best. Let's well, let's see what the roll is. Maybe it'll favor you. Oh, oh, that's a good roll. It's a natural sixteen. What does that mean? Sixteen. <laughs> Grand old You see, as you are standing here waiting for what feels like half an hour, you hear a. <gasps> And you look towards it, and you see this strange rodent with very, very engorged cheeks, chewing with very oversized teeth at this tree as it as it tries to burrow towards something. And it seems to find what it wants, and you see it grab some small little circular object and stuff it into its cheeks before it looks at you and judges and then leaves. Hi. Oh. Hi. Where are we going? That's what you call baby wolves. Well, yeah, because they're smaller than the other wolves that we saw, so they must be babies, right? And what do you call actual babies? Like little ones that aren't new. Those were babies? No. Those were fully grown wolves, Davina. How do you not know this? <laughs> that Have you never seen an actual baby wolf? Well, actually, like, there's, like, these other weird wolves that are kind of clumsier and don't really move very well. Are the clumsy ones not also smaller? Actually, no. But they are fuzzier. And they're kind of cute, too. As a matter of fact, Davina, you see two fuzzy small ones by themselves. They're very, very small. Smaller than the other ones that you fought. They're about 50 feet that way. And I point. And I'm also going to add, but um, it seems like one of them is going to be interesting. Maybe we should go take a look. You know, just, just to make sure everything's all right. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe if we get there fast enough, that one won't turn into an angel. So the three of you guys kind of all run together. Um, Tara barely keeping up at the heels of your friends. 
And you guys arrive to see a strange mound in all of this dirt that's slightly covered, it seems like, with leaves, as well as just other debris, as well as some animal bones and such. Hmm. Looks strange. What do you guys like to do? Investigate. Oh. I am going to use my bare hands to spread apart the dirt. Alright, let's roll a uh, insight and investigation check respectfully for Tara and Tucker. No, 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 Davina, you don't have to. Oh, sorry. Is that a 15? Yeah, it is, but it's also a 2 for Tucker. Mine's a 3. A 3 for Tucker. What did you say, insight investigation? Insight for you. Oh, it's insight. Uh, Dang, I roll good for gold. (laughs) At least I get that. 16? 16. Uh, Tara, you notice that this is probably some foliage to tear apart as soon as you notice that, uh, however, Davina literally tears it apart and starts to go further into a burrow. Davina, you enter this strange burrow and you feel one life force disappear. (gasps) And you feel the other one go into a fit of panic. So sad. As There's only you, two. As you descend into this burrow, you kind of move all the dirt inside and shit, and you eventually get to what creature was hiding inside of this burrow. Hey guys, it seems like we've lost one of them, but the other one's still kicking. He's actually quit kicking quite a bit. Um, he. You see, as the two of you, Tara and Tucker, kind of get to the point that Davina are and kind of moving your way, almost hip height through this burrow. Hip height for Tucker, like almost shoulder height for for Tara. You guys see that there is what was clearly a lovingly constructed nest of sorts with several mammalian kind of creatures lying there, basking in the warmth that must have once been there. There's three figures that are no longer moving. And there's one that's crying out by itself. Nudging its its compatriots, asking them to move again. And then it, it notices Davina kind of standing in this space, you know, looks at her. And uh, Davina, go ahead and give me an animal handling check with advantage. Dang, these are bad parents. Their yeah. kids are dropping left and well, right. Dead. <laughs> well, the parents have only been dead for a few minutes. Ah, right. Um, uh, Mina's gonna cast Animal Stockholm. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen oh plus five is a twenty-four. Plus five? Ooh, yeah. This remaining dire wolf sniffs sadly through its siblings' corpses and then it's sniffing as it kind of leaves their space leads you leads it right to your feet where it looks up to you sadly and goes I can immediately sense that it's in some distress somehow so I kneel down to its level and I give it a big warm hug and I say it's okay, baby pup. You're not alone anymore. You have us now. As you give it a hug, you feel its stomach growl so loud, so strongly. It's clear that you, you kind of, you don't even need to roll an inside check on this. Its parents were supposed to bring it food earlier, 
and they didn't. So it is hungry. It, it's kind of teething a little bit. It's chewing at your shoulder. It's it's clearly not trying to draw blood, but it's also like trying to make you understand that it is hungry. Oh, you're hungry, little guy. Oh. Some food. Do not feed it its parents, please. Uh, no, not at all. I um, I reach into my sack and I pull out one of my um, ten-day rations. Nice, nice. Feed it to it. Yeah. It very, very uh, voraciously garble, gar- gobbles up one day's worth of rations. You give it like some some cheese, some crackers, some dried stuff, some jerky, instead of it literally fucking swallows all of that whole and then looks to you for more you see it does look its lips kind of a little bit maybe thirsty but it kind of just immediately stands up on its hind legs with a little bit more energy in its 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 walk it kind of goes up on its hind legs and starts to push at your leg and this is when tara and tucker you guys enter the scene you guys see that davina has a, a strange almost like a puppy at her feet when I notice that it's kind of asking for a little bit more food, I go, Whoa, whoa, careful, careful little guy. I still need some food for me and some food for you later, too. Oh, that thing's not going to eat you. Oh. I mean, look at him. He couldn't hurt a fly. Oh. At least not in this state. I pull out my water skin, and in my tiny palm, I put a little bit of water in it and try my best so that the water doesn't leak through my fingers. He immediately starts to lap it up, like, like desperately trying to get any amount of hydration possible. You, as he's doing this, the three of you guys, uh, give me insight checks. Can't believe he didn't eat his siblings. <sighs> yeah, I was thinking that too. That's my first thought. Was like, really? Well, someone's twenties in there. <laughs> Manifesting, are we? Hopefully. <laughs> For what? Insight. 14. Nice. Okay. 15. Okay. Um, the two of you are able to gather that for some reason or another, this pup hasn't eaten in a few days. His parents haven't been by. He's thirsty. Or sorry, it is thirsty. It's hungry. It is sad. It's lonely. It seems like it's some of its siblings may have died a while ago but you guys do notice that one of the siblings recently lost life I think that we should get him out of here yeah I'm gonna pick him up and carry this fluff ball out of this little uh, dirt ravine Uh, you see that as you pick up this dire wolf pup it is still holding on to the food that you gave it and it is desperate (laughs) We're keeping it. I was actually gonna say, while she walks outside, I wanna get the pelts. Oh! From the dead babies? And mm-hmm. you're ke- no, we're keeping the current one. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a nature check. I would like to get a contesting nature check, because I contest. Uh, Did you not go outside with the pup? No. I just said, are we keeping it? In which case, give me a contesting well, perception check with advantage because of the fact that skinning some animals is kind of obvious. My Well, I was specifically waiting for the pup to be out of the room before I but started. Gonna be so with is us. the pup out of the room? Yes. Yes, but he's okay. going to smell but also, the But also, Tara is, you know. Right. Tara is right. <laughs> uh, what's the... What are we doing? I said sleight of hand. Uh, that's 18. Okay. Uh, Terry, you had advantage. That was, the first one was in that nine. That's definitely not going to be an 18. However, it's in that five, so nine. 
Tara tries to kind of keep guard and watch the area, but as she's doing that, Tucker, you are able to skin the three dead puppies' pelts. So you can add three direwolf pups' pelts to your uh, inventory. You literally have mom and dad in a bag, <laughs> and you hold in this puppy, and then you're like, don't worry, I got the rest in this Jesus. other bag. <laughs> but yeah, you guys carry all this uh, luggage. As we leave this dirt mound, I'm going to be like, Oh, actually, one thing before we leave this forest, I need to fulfill Master's promise because a promise always needs to be fulfilled. And I just need to pick off the prettiest flower that I can find over there off of Master's angel husk, and then we can go. Whatever you say, Davina. I just want to get back to a hotel and sleep, honestly. I'm so worn out. I definitely remember being chewed out. Okay, it'll only take a minute. And then I'm gonna head over to the direction of his body. Okay. You start heading towards the body. Follow. <laughs> I. Are you holding the puppy still? Oh, yeah, I'll follow. Just holding the puppy while it eats out of her hand. I'm definitely going to be hesitant of the puppy. So you guys head towards where Davina knows Nelster's body to be. You guys walk across a bridge that was invisible prior, over the river. You guys walk over it. Literally, you guys see uh, Davina walk on empty air. And she walks over it as though it's a fucking land. And you guys follow her and you notice that, damn, there was an invisible bridge on the river. You guys follow her and eventually you guys arrive in front of Nelster's former house. You guys see about 25 feet south the results of your failures. You see that there is a kind of outline of wildflowers that have grown in the ground in a very beautiful way, but they have grown in a way to where a humanoid once was standing there. Damn, so our entire time there, we didn't... Well, I guess nobody would know contextually, like, that that's what a dryad's body does when it passes. Um... Is that Nelster? Yeah, that's him. Wow, it's so beautiful. I don't know if it's... Or horrific. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that. Can I roll a perception check check to see which is the most prettiest flower to Davina's eyes? Oh, uh, perception or nature, go ahead. Oh, (laughs) one. Wait, what? A one. No, no. She finds the dead one. (laughs) Hey, um, the one that's poisonous and ugly. (laughs) Hey, Kylie, I think you agreed to take a blinker. I did. I also agreed that I would roll. Roll for what? Oh, how long the blinker? That's right. Uh, We had agreed on the the blinker. There's five levels of charge, so you're gonna roll a d6 minus one. It began to blink. I think it told her to stop. Yeah. It's done. Holy shit. <sighs> Out of all of the many beautiful flowers that belong in a pretty bouquet somewhere in a shop, you do literally see like an outline of Nowster's figure. All three of you see this, as a matter of fact. There's literally an outline of a humanoid. Wow. Yeah. Human topiary. But the one that catches my eye is the flower that's a little bit dehydrated. Actually very dehydrated to the point that the entire thing from stem to petals have turned brown. And in my uh, youthful brain, I think, 
Wow, you know what? That one looks like Nullstar. I think that one would be the best one to commemorate him. And I pick that one, and it kind of just snaps off at the bottom of its root. Yikes. Is anyone going to stop her? I certainly am not. I mean, the, you two, of you, the, two, you can, the two of you can roll, <laughs> roll nature checks against her fucking... What was that, perception check earlier? Our characters literally don't have the motivation. I think Tucker will try. Okay, Tucker's going to try to help. Nineteen. What? What's this? <laughs> That's high enough to where I will allow ter- uh, <laughs> Davina. Nature. To- Eighteen. Davina, you can roll with advantage. Yay! To see if you can honor Nostar in the correct way. I do, Mio. Plus, uh, I mean, that's better than what it was before. Fudge. Twelve minus two. Is Jesus. Well, at the very least, it's a ten, I guess. It's like a medium flower, like average beauty, I guess. You grab. A random flower from Nouster's grave and decided to go and plant it at Nouster's doorstep. You see that you grabbed a strange purplish hue of a flower and as soon as you plant it at the doorstep of where Nouster once lived, it starts to flourish a little bit more than it would have in the space that it was. There you go, Nelson. Now a piece of you will always be in this place. As you do this, you feel, or rather see, the doors swing open. Um, I go inside? Tara and Tucker, do you guys see the doors swing open and Davina seems to knock out of her trance and head towards it. What do you guys do? I don't know about you, but in the depths, when spooky shit happens, you don't, hmm, go check it out. So you watch from a distance. I'd like to stay where I am, yes. Tucker follows. He wants to see where this is going. Fair enough. As you guys head inside, the doors automatically swing open for you, Davina, as opposed to the other day when you got shot on the ground and you got stabbed full of spikes. Yeah, as opposed to that. The doors fully swing open for you. And you see, as you enter, a note that has been left for you attached to a strange-looking staff of sorts that you probably understand more if you touched it. Ooh, a present! This must be what Nostar left for me! I pick it up? You pick up the staff and you see that there's a note attached to it. I read the note. The note says, I love you, Nostar! Next time, don't hide for so long! Oh, is that a note that I wrote to him? It's a note that you wrote to him. You notice that the staff is a druidic staff made of a thick oak trunk that has been shaved and shaped with a sprig of mistletoe growing through it. You can sense that there is an innate power within it, however, you cannot activate it at this time. Yeah. Additionally, uh, Tucker, why don't you give me a investigation check? Yeah. Six. <laughs> Six. You only notice what Davina is doing. Yep. Cool. So it's just another tick off the box of weird shit that's happening. <laughs> I mean, basically, yeah. Me and my poor health can't take much more. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> In a gesture of gratitude, I press my lips to my fingertips, I kiss it, and I bring those fingers to the ground. As and the you. Trees sprouts. <laughs> As you bring your lips to your fingertips and you press them to the ground, you turn back towards the memoriam essentially that you have created for this dryad. And as you turn back, 
Tucker. You notice that this strange thing that she has placed in the ground sprouts. She puts her fingers together and places them into the ground, and strangely enough, this sprouts a new plant, but it doesn't seem like a normal plant. It is this strange, viney, purplish, bluish color. Widow's Embrace? It is not. It instead sprouts two potions. Two strange glass vials. You don't know what they do. You don't know what they do. Even with a roll. Unless you want to try them, that is. What's the difference between them? Are they exactly the same? There's no difference between them. They're exactly the same. So I am watching. Carefully. From a distance. Not touching. Not touching. Watching. Can I investigate? You want me to give me an investigation check? That is, uh, 13. 13? I mean, these seem like what the, uh, Nowster had said about possibly minor healing potions. You don't know, though. I'm gonna take a small sip out of one. A small sip. Go and give me a uh, constitution saving throw. Oh, no! Uh, that's a five. You don't feel anything. You don't believe it, though. <laughs> don't you know the power of Santa only works if you believe? Mm-hmm. Is she is correct. I don't know. It's a, I don't know. It's a saving throw. That kind of seems like it means something bad was gonna happen. So I feel nothing drinking it. You feel nothing. All right, I chug the whole thing. As Tucker chugs this random potion given by this dubious, dubious man, yeah. Tara. Davina, you guys look at Tucker as he chugs this strange potion, and he seems to heal as his wounds close up and his crow's feet from his face disappear, but he seems to be fine. So am I back to 34? You heal for 10 HP. Oh. I am at 19. And with that... The seller has one left potion. You guys owe him a decent amount of coin. And we will end there for today as the... Excuse me? Oh, do you want to continue going? No. The what? Who? Who do I owe money? I know no one money. Oh, sorry, sorry. Tucker owes this man money. Because <laughs> he just took his potion. Hmm? What? I owe who money? You just took this man's potion. You owe him money for the potion. What man? This man that offered you a potion... The Nelfer? dead dryad? Yeah. How can I owe him money? Anyways, thank you guys so much for joining Let's us at the fair. After Hours Adventures yeah. podcast. A little bit less action this session. A little bit more role play. A little bit less dice rolls. A little bit more exclamations of various types. We're probably going to go get carne asada fries and fucking... I've become an chicken tenders slave. now. We will mourn your soul. Bye, guys. This is the last you see of Tucker. He just took something from a fae. <laughs> regardless, oh, you guys haven't actually dealt with fae yet. But regardless, we will meet you guys try next to, week. You should try to fuck him. He's I, dead. That's illegal. I <laughs> don't think that works. But and does I don't any even know like what? He's a topiary now. Like, I hesitate to ask work? this. I really hesitate to ask this. Does anybody have any questions or concerns? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I have some concerns. What have I done? <laughs> Don't worry about it. He oh. accepted a gift from a fae. I did not realize he was he's dead. I thought it was safe. <laughs> I was watching, but what reason did he have to give us gifts? I know we were friends of friends. No, no. So it you know what? I'm like... questioning everything because he gave her a burden. <laughs> he gave her a burden because he knew her. So it a seems like we have nothing botany. to discuss until we next record. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you have a little bit left in whatever alcoholic container you've been drinking from. I have to admit, I've gone through two bottles of soju and like four bottles of four cans of seltzer today. Is there any alcohol left for me to drink, Kylie? Yep. Oh, wait, this still has stuff in it. I'll finish this. Sorry, there's a thing of soju that is not quite finished. I will finish this in exchange for you guys doing a variety of random stunts that you guys can judge each other off of. But regardless, I'm going to require Kylie to do a blinker. A one. I guess she rerolls so them. Wait, she rerolls then, yeah. And then you have to take a blinker from whatever number it is. Oh, five, five, so a four. So a four setting. Five. Terrifying. Cheers. Anyways, thank you guys for so much for joining us. Cheers, and I hope you have a wonderful night. Bye, guys. Cheers. You're gonna listen back to that. It's gonna you're gonna sound absolutely wasted. Note to self: When to drop quotes.